You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, folks. Welcome back to the latest Mountain Swire Football Championship Week Extravaganza Podcast Experience Series. That's what I'm calling it, guys. That's right. MWWire.com. You think I know the website, right, guys? That's where you can find all the written stuff we do. If you're stumbling stumbling across our podcast because, hey, what's this Mountain Westing about? I like Hawaii. I like Boise State. We'll listen to these guys. That's what we're doing here. This is a special podcast, as I mentioned. It's kind of a... Well, we got Raj here, Boise State guy. Say hi, hi Raj, real quick. Just hi. Yeah, that's, what's up? That's what's all up, I want. Guys? We want Preston, Preston here as well. Preston, how you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. I just want the short version there because this is the Alexander Hamilton slash Aaron Burr duel, I think. Is that the best way to title this? Yeah, and I'm I'm happy that I got a different opponent other than Matt Kennerly this year. So, um, you know, Boise State, always in the championship game. I'm always always. Living, I'm always doing the championship game. Preview, so. so this is kind of fun. It's all good. As you can see, Raj is our Boise guy. Preston, talking about the Warriors. So a lot of people don't press You're kind of new to what we're doing here on the website, doing a few things. So give people a quick, uh, let's go 45 seconds of what you're all about. Uh, well, I'm pressing. I, I don't know. I don't really have, I don't really have a true connection to Hawaii. It's just kind of weird. I was a big, uh, Colt Brennan fan as a little kid. As you uh, should be. Kind of kept, kept following him through that. And now, now I'm here writing, writing for him. So that's okay. Kind of a, that's okay. Weird roundabout way. I I live in Michigan. Even I don't even live by Hawaii or even by the Mountain West. So, and guess what? We fit right in. We had our buddy Chris Turner a couple years ago. I think he's uh, he went to University of Missouri. I think he does TV in Mississippi. I believe he covered Hawaii for us. We have a guy currently, our good buddy Brandon Blake, out in Florida doing Nevada stuff. So, hey, I'm a University of Utah grad who kept going when they moved to the Pac-12. So, it doesn't really matter, right? We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I want to clarify put the that. words on the page. I want to clarify that I am a Boise State graduate, and I am driving to Boise State to watch the game this weekend. Excellent. Did you get the oil change? Is your car good to go? I did. I actually got an oil change today. Excellent. All right, so here's how this is going to work here, folks. Uh, me and Matt Kennelly did our preview earlier. Um, you can check our feed, just anchor.fm, Spotify, anywhere you can find Mountain Westwire. We're out there. We talked about the game. We talked about coaching. We talked about – and we were able to do a quick brief – Assuming we want to keep this cleaner, I should no expletives if we talk <laughs> Cincinnati, Boise State at the very end here, if it comes to that. Ugh. Do your best. But we have that preview up. So what we're going to do this, we have a roundtable that's going to be up sometime this week. Um, talk about all these games, or the game. I say, it's games, not game. It's game. I'm used to doing six to ten games a week on the podcast. Not the case. One singular game this week. But to set the stage, Hawaii going to Boise State, round two. Currently Thursday or no Wednesday night, about uh, what nine thirty seven Mountain Time. I guess not to hurry because you're in Michigan, man. Was it almost midnight there? Yeah, it's eleven thirty seven our time. So we'll make it quick so you can get get some good beauty sleep. But it's a two touchdown favorite at the moment, and we'll just start off with the thing. We'll start with the quarterback situation because it's always interesting for you out there out there in Hawaii. So do you know what coin app Nick Rolovich uses to pick a starter? 
I think uh, that that's probably the best guess there. It's just some coin app, ask Siri heads or tails today, and that's who's going out to take the first snap under center. But what's your preference? We'll see what goes that. on. Like, what's, who do you think? Who? What's your preference from what we've seen so far? Cole McDonald seems to be better, and the team seems to kind of mesh better when he's out there. But I feel like they're gonna, they might start, they might start Cordero just because he's gotten the, he has the hot hand almost, and see what they do. Because Cordero did start against Army last week, but McDonald started against San Diego State in the last conference game. And they'll probably, they'll both see. Maybe not equal playing time, but they'll both get on the field eventually. Okay, you're a McDonald guy. I, it's it's tough. Like he has all the touchdowns, but he's also like a Brett Favre-esque type quarterback who, as I say, wants to get that ball through. A key, thinks he has a window, but it's a keyhole and he misses. So we'll see. <laughs> That's how I think. So let's go to your eyes. Quarterback? Is there a quarterback? Anything going on the QBs? Because Henderson started the past what months? Just about, and he's been doing quite well for. QB number three, who's playing like QB one, just about. Well, he the Boise State updated their depth chart this week, and Oars? they put and they put no, they put Jalen Henderson at one. Ooh. I don't know if you saw that. I'm, that they is him, That's good. They they put him legitimately at number one, and um, I, I I think he's jumped up past Chase Cord legitimately based on his play, and um, I don't know what Hank Bachmeyer's injury status is, but I don't think we need to risk him to get injured in this game, to be honest. Tipping your hand, it's going to win no matter what. Is that what you're saying? You can, you can say no comment if you'd like <laughs> until the I, end. I, I, I'll say that I think Jalen Henderson gives us a good chance to win this game. I agree with that, too, because Cord kind of hit a mobile ability, but he wasn't really, in my opinion, it didn't look good for a part of the time. Like, he'd mobile move around. He's not like, say, like if we go back to like Cole McDonald, he'll, do, he'll kind of extend plays and can look good throwing it. I thought Cord, he would extend plays, but it wouldn't really go as planned. It's like an organized train wreck sometimes with him trying to <laughs> escape and make a play. Where he didn't make the escape, he's, he's like the guy who just can't get to finish. It's like the gymnast, all right, triple flip off the back of beam. Oh, he just go out of bounds. It's just a little bit outside. So uh, I think I think you're right. Henderson playing a touch better and, or, than Cord. But what is, like, what's still with Bakamar? Like, if he's healthy, like, is it just a shoulder? Is it more than that? Or are they just, like... We're good. If we get to the Cotton Bowl or bowl game, whatever, we'll play Hank Bachmeyer then. Well, I think that if he was going to come back before the bowl game, he would have came back for the Utah State game. Yeah. But he didn't. And then also Jalen Henderson had went went nuts that game. So um, there's really no reason to bring him back. Like He's better. He's the more talented player. But, um, yeah, nobody knows. He's a freshman, and um, he's a true freshman, and he's got something going on with the shoulder. So um, he's the future of the team. So no reason – to bring him along any faster than needed. We'll get to why in a second. One more quick thing. Is he going to play in the bowl game, you think? Hank Bachmeyer. Yes, I think he will play. Okay. And, and right. I'm not. Ba- I'm basing that on nothing, but that's what I think. Well, I know. It's like he's been dressed, so it seems like if there is an issue or emergency, he could go in. Yeah. Because that's why I kind of thought like – No, well, I, 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 yeah. I don't think he could. I don't think he could. I don't, I don't think he'll go in for this game. Well, I just mean he's been oh. dressed like if something weird happens, injuries, he has to go in. He probably could because it. I know, it's like it's like my thought. Well, when they played New Mexico, all three guys dressed. I'm like, we knew it's Henderson essentially, but you knew one of the two quarter Bachmar are healthy because it's kind of weird to do it. But yeah. all right, let me go back. Let's go back to the Hawaii side here. What's your shock level of like them getting to the title game? I'd I'd also like to know real quick. 
I went back and looked at the media poll. Who was the one media member who put Hawaii to win the West? Because that's pretty interesting as well. There was one person who got it completely right. <laughs> that's interesting. So like it's probably it's probably a Hawaii related writer, honestly. Steven Sai, possibly. I'll give it, I'll say it's him. Throw him under the bus. Mm-hmm. Or I guess give him the trophy, not the bus. But so like what's the shot level? They are predicted middle of the pack behind Fresno, which everybody blew and got wrong. Behind San Diego State, which was close. So like what was like from zero because that's one of our roundtable questions, so you guys could read later, but what was like the shock level? Like, hey, this team made it to the title game after decent year last year and projected to be middle of the pack. Well, then they also uh, the first year was from Rolovich and mm-hmm. wasn't really sure what to expect out of him. So what we've seen out of him is almost surprising for what I mean, what could have happened. They could have easily just gone five and seven, six and six, and gotten stayed home for the bowl game and not made too much noise. But being able to go and win their division and at least make it to the championship game was above and beyond the expectations that really anyone had at the beginning of the season. That's the thing, too. It's like we knew going in, like, they'd be at the very least. I remember me and our Matt, when we were doing our preview stuff, we knew at the very least Hawaii would be exciting. Now they're exciting and winning. That's got to be amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, being exciting only gets you so far, but then once you get those wins in there, it makes it even more exciting and can get you that much farther to be – that, uh, to be above, above and beyond, and now they get a shot at the Giant in Boise State again after losing to them. What was that like four or five weeks ago? So, yeah, well, they'll, yeah, they'll see. Let's see. That was that was actually that was only the second week of conference play there when they played on the blue. They lost fifty nine thirty seven there. I doubt it'll be that high of scoring of a game this week, but yeah, I think over under is like sixty four or something, so not too high. Yeah. So let's keep it with you real quick. You're from wild. Ra- yeah. Sorry. You got the uh, – see, when we have three people, folks, it gets a little awkward sometimes. So that's how – deal with it. We're keeping this in. But uh, question two, Raj, this has nothing to do with you, so you could just chill for a minute because it's about cold weather. <laughs> so with you being from Michigan – or currently – maybe not from, but living in Michigan, it's quite cold, I'm assuming. Did you get that winter vortex like during Thanksgiving? couple recently yeah so how are the oh uh, yeah we had <laughs> the freezing yeah, we had some snow early november and i think it snowed yesterday even so how's is what how's i gonna handle that cold weather you're used to it you'd be fine how are they gonna deal with it mid 40s rain possibly slush if it gets colder do you think it matters not just like acclimated one thing but are they going to change a game plan because it's cold or rainy, but it's a long travel anyways. There's a day less prepared because Boise's at home. They played Friday. Like, is do you, do you think people care about the weather? Like, what if you like, what if you're going from the beaches of Hawaii then going to the frigid cold of Michigan at the moment? How would that impact you? You think and relate it to the players? Oh yeah, I definitely think it's gonna. There's gonna be some sort of gap there, and almost that's like a home field advantage for Boise having played in the cold the whole time and I think the I was looking I think the coldest game or probably the coldest game that Hawaii's played in was like their matchup at the end of October in New Mexico because they played at UNLV in November which probably still wasn't too cold but then they've played at home for the last five weeks and you're still playing and last week I know the game time temperature was 78 and so the especially if it's raining in like a almost like a wintry mix there, it's going to be even worse for them. They'll probably have to keep it on the ground more. 
because I know McDon- Cole McDonald's from California, and they really don't get that weather there either, so he's not going to be used to it as well. Hey, Raj, did they get a lot of Hawaii deaf heaters on the sideline? Are they going to Are they gonna cut the know. power over there so they can't use it? I don't know what they're going to do because I was talking to Preston like before uh, we started recording. He told me that the the temperature for Hawaii and Army was 80 degrees. It's nice. And, I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. I mean, I wish I had that, but um, there's no way to simulate the cold weather unless you go play in cold weather. So, I mean, even if the game is going to be 55 degrees, it's, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be difficult for Hawaii, especially the way that Hawaii likes to throw the ball and play up-tempo. So it's going to be hard to have a grind-out physical game in Idaho. All right, I was like, kids. I almost. Oh, go ahead. I almost wondered why they didn't like travel to Boise even like today and go practice there Thursday and Friday just so they're in the cold and ready for it. But hey, they got a thing called school. They're student athletes first. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Yes, no, no, it's not. It's not a bad idea. It's like when uh, NFL teams go to London. There's teams that spend the whole week there. Like they will hang out. <laughs> Like, they'll leave Sunday night when their game's over, Monday morning, go to London for the week. Then you have teams like the Raiders or Bears. They'll go, like, treat as normal week and go like, get there, like, Saturday. That's just – it's – I mean, it's not – it's fairly similar a little bit. Time change is different with that. But it just seems odd. It's like, had they been able to go, like, Sunday afternoon, like, after their game, why not spend the whole week out there? Because they spent weeks out before, like, when they have – I know it's usually when back-to-back road trips, they hang out in the West Coast somewhere. They've been to Salt Lake City, Reno, Vegas – somewhere in California to chill for the next game. But that makes sense because the air condition only goes so cold. I don't think you could get the AC down to 45 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Well, they might have They might have actually stayed there this year because they played at Nevada and then at Boise State. Or there was a bye week in between, so they wouldn't have. But Yeah, I said yeah, that. there's really, really no way you can simulate that other than being there and practicing in it. I know you do. I just got a brilliant idea. You wrap yourself in ice packs and play football. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get, let's get back to serious stuff here i don't want to go too off topic or go wild i'm just trying to i'm just trying to ease the conversation here there with my little quips and hopefully you guys are chuckling um so oh let's wait with, one, can, can i say one thing about the cold weather sure what, I guess boise, so. Bo- what boise state did when fresno state walked onto the blue turf last two years they went and warmed up with no shirts and no pads on Ooh. just 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 their pants and just they love the cold weather and that was it didn't work last year, but I think that's a great mind game, and I think they'll probably do it again this year. They should both do it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm serious. Like, get some guys out there for Hawaii. Just go do it. Why not? Yeah, sure. Hey, yeah. if you want intimidation I mean, factor, bring yeah. it back. It's not cold. Come on, we got it. But I will see over under both of you. Do you think how many Hawaii players will be? I'll put it at five. Will it be more or less than five who are shirtless for warmups? I think it's going to be more. What do you, what do you more. more for Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's a good. That's a good pull, a flex back too. Like, hey, we're not. We don't care. All right. Let's get stick with you, Raj. We have our top rankings, whatever list. Matt is going by most important. I kind of go by most valuable. I went with kind of Curtis Weaver because he had no sacks last game. Looks like you did as well. Is he? Well, let me ask you. Who's the most most important player for Boise State to win the game? Is it Weaver as you put, or is it somebody else who we're not thinking of that might be the most important guy, not necessarily the best guy? I'm gonna say Avery Williams, okay. because because he does he's a punt returner, so mm. that could mean you know he's done a good job. I don't think he's muffed one punt. So um, you know th- that that's 
that's huge if he does if he drops a punt because Hawaii is going to need something in my opinion to win and I don't think Avery Williams is going to do that and then you have the other situation where Avery Williams has returned two punts for touchdowns mm-hmm. he's the special teams player of the conference he got awarded that today and he's also the best quarterback a uh, best cornerback on the team so I think he might be the biggest player on Boise State in this game okay what about you what do you think for Hawaii uh, it's probably going to be the running back duo of Miles Reed and Dane Future because they they started uh uh or Ferrucha however you pronounce that they started Ferrucha last week so we'll see he didn't get as many start he didn't get as many carries as Reed but he was I guess he was just on the field when the game started so he's listed as the starter but yeah they're yeah. that duo there is going to be important especially with the weather and they're gonna to have to probably pound the ground more it's also been they've been playing well that position too like the past little while it's been a touch better running the ball and i think because we go back to the last game hawaii's leader rusher was it i believe it was cole mcdonald and so here's my thing i talk about when it's raining i'll give my little insight input here as i well if you heard the other show probably rehashing with the offense if it's cole mcdonald i would lean that way because with his offense, they run the ball a little bit with him, the quarterback. He we see what he can do with his legs, and so if it's inclement weather, we think they'll run the ball a bit more. But it's gonna be some sort of running game. I would probably include McDonald if he does play that much, which he'll play at least a half. I'm assuming. Cause yeah, he'll play at least half the game. Yeah, he'll play about like he's had fifty last time fifty four yards of TD. Like boy, like when he looks like yards for play, I know it's kind of odd when it's just McDonald. Like Hawaii ran the ball pretty well against Boy State as a efficiency wise but not overall it's just over 100 yards so yeah. if they get whether it's uh holly pinocchio whoever's out there running the ball they just kind of need to that's my thought too. i think that's like the most important thing if they can run the ball well mcdonald or whomever's back there that's kind of outside of turnovers like how they're going to keep it but next question moving on folks all right so we go to the next one here we have matchup so let's stick with the pressure what's like the biggest matchup you think for Hawaii success, uh, probably offensive line. They they've done they've been pretty solid. They only let up one sack last game, and they they did let up three against San Diego State. But they can they can hold it, and especially again going back to the running heavy offense, they can move the guys around and open up those holes. Hawaii's gonna have a lot better of a chance of chunking down the field and being able to gain yards on the Boise State defense. What about you, Raj? Same thing. Um, you know, I was going to go with that, but I'm going to – I'm looking at the Mountain West All-Conference team, and guess how many players Hawaii has on either the first team or second team on defense? Uh, I'm going to guess zero. They have zero I don't recall players. what our vote was that we did first or, yeah. the, or the media one, but not many because we know the defense is, well – it's questionable at so some spots. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say just how, what's Hawaii gonna do? How are they gonna stop George Helani? How are they gonna stop? Because if George Helani is running well, that's gonna let Jalen Henderson get into a rhythm. Because mm-hmm. we know that Boise State has ultra talented wide receivers. The question is, can just Jalen Henderson get them the ball and can they establish the run? So I'm just gonna say, can Hawaii's defense keep Boise State's offense like? within range of Hawaii's offense to do something because if Boise State's because we saw that absurd um, um, Hawaii San Jose State mm-hmm. game and if Hawaii's defense shows up like that Uh-oh. it's not, it's not going to be a contest because Boise State's defense is pretty good 
So I think it's just Hawaii's defense as a unit. Are, can they can they get Boise State off the field in, you know, every once in a while? Yeah, because if it's like – here's my thought in the game too overall. Maybe you guys can agree or not. But if it's a shootout, Hawaii can be in it, but they're not going to win it because at some point Boise is going to make a stop here or there. It's in in, in Boise's probably if it scored like you mentioned exactly Spartans uh, Warriors game where San Jose State scored every single play but didn't win the game. It's kind of an heartening heartening there. It kind of sucks. But I like if it's a lot of points. I don't think Hawaii's necessarily out of it. But like if we go that way, it's like who do you trust defense? It's like Boise State or Hawaii. It's like you're right. Hawaii has to defense maybe get a pick, force a fumble. Or get some special teams thing where it's a short field where they stop Boise a couple of times. I think, but if it's a, if it's going to be a blowout, it's going to be for Boise State. If it's close, it's going to be a lot of points. That's my thought. But if it's a shootout, I think Hawaii can hang around but not be victorious. If that's what I'm getting at. I think it'll also come down to the coaching too because Hawaii's not going to be able. Hawaii doesn't have the talent to just go in there and win the game. They're going to have to have Rolovich really have a good game plan to go against Boise and see if he can outcoach Boise State. How would he outcoach? How would he outcoach Brian Harson then? What's your what do you think? <laughs> oh, I it, it'll probably be more down to the like the more I don't even I, I don't even really know how I explain it, but it's like he can't he can't just go out and do do what's almost what's expected of why they kind of need to pull out different little wrinkles in the offense and in the defense and move guys around and just not make it look like a typical Hawaii defense, especially because you're not going to be able, if they're doing what they did against Boise state last time, then expect Boise to go out there and score half a hundred on them and <laughs> go home with the championship. All right. I like that you also, I think fourth downs will play a big, big big part of it as well with roll which likes to go for it so that could be something too to look at yeah mm-hmm. all right next one eric we're gonna like i said we're this gonna be super long we're get done here um i'll i'll switch these up because i'm going in order here raj how does boise state what's their biggest thing if they're going to win it'll be because of this just they're the better team and i think we all know that so just not don't turn over the ball just move the ball well score in the red zone just just play a good football game and you don't have to play a great football game. You just got to play a good football game, stay on your defensive assignments, and um, don't overcomplicate things. All right, let's get a funny answer because that was boring. How does Boise State lose this game, Raj? Besides not stumbling an answer. Come on. How did, like, okay. you know what I mean? It's like, hey, we get their better team, but how would they stumble and not win this one? Because big favorite, you're right, don't score up in turnovers. But what would, like, how would they lose this game because of what something Hawaii does? Not necessarily because Boise screws up or something, essentially. Well, at minimum, they'd have to be Hawaii would have to be plus two turnovers at minimum. Okay. They'd need they need Cole McDonald or Shevin Cordero to have like just be having a great game, hooking up with JoJo Ward and um, Cedric Bird, and just lighting up Boise State's yeah. defense. Yeah, and like one thing that might be a factor, and maybe we could talk about this later on, is um, Boise State might have to go for style points in this game Ooh. because of the, their bowl considerations. So. Maybe they're going to go out there and start chucking the ball out instead of running the ball with Halani. Okay. And so that that you know, it's really hard to see Boise State losing this game. So it, it'd have to be some type of crazy like. Well, it'd be like Hawaii. Turnovers. They'd mind. They're I think minus four last game. That's why Hawaii got 
got blown out. Not necessarily lost, but they blown out. But I felt if Hawaii, I'll get, we'll get depressed in a second. But I felt Hawaii they need to be at least plus one on turnover margin. But plus two makes sense as well. So, so but yeah, it, you're right. Like I thought Hawaii has to play almost perfect. Do you think that's the case, person? Like they have to play like a perfect game to maybe win? Yeah, they pretty much they can't make any little stupid mistakes. They really like taking sacks can't happen too often because if they get back to like a second and seventeen and have have like third and more than about six, then they really don't have too good of a chance there on that drive. So can't take sacks. You can't especially can't turn the ball over. You gotta be able to try to at least get in scoring position on most every most every drive, most every time they have the ball. All right, that's, that makes sense. And also, I noticed, remember, looking over the last game, you get getting at a bunch of dumb penalties. Both teams yeah. are penalized a lot. There's, I forget exactly what me and Matt, Matt brought up more specifically in our other preview, but there's a bunch of a couple personal fouls. Like, they each had almost 100 yards each penalty-wise. So, I'm going to say, like, if Boise's going to lose, I think it's because, let's just say, because Boise's offensive line is good run blocking, but we know pass protection is not their thing. So if Hawaii's defense, they're going to like it's kind of like best case scenario is like perfect to win essentially, or let's say ninety two percent perfect because you're gonna have something here or there because I think they they could win if they get to Henderson, sack him a couple times or pressure wise because he hasn't had that pressure ever in his so far in a short starting stint this year for Boise even against Utah State this blowout if they can get pressure on him. And then, like both you mentioned, turnovers help the you help Hawaii there get the ball back from Boise or, or force field position punting stuff like that. I think that's one of the ways. But again, even though Boise's pass blocking is not great, guys, Hawaii's rush defense or pass rush defense is not very good either. So that's something again, like the no, no not turn the ball over. That's pretty obvious. Don't have Cole McDonald go crazy and throw it to everybody who's quadruple covered, but. I had one question to ask you guys. I just blanked on it. That was a good one, too. I forgot. Um, give me um, – Raj, give me, like, some trash-talking pitch real quick while I think about my question I just had because I know I had it somewhere. <laughs> well, I think I think, I think I think Boise State is probably mad right now. The college football playoff committee really has probably infuriated Boise State. Then the Mountain West, Boise State went 11-1 this year, went 8-0 in conference. And Brian Harson didn't win Coach of the Year, and they gave it to Nick Rolovich. So I think Boise State is going to have plenty of motivation. I think they're going to be plenty angry. And I don't think Hawaii, they're all right. I don't think Ooh. they're the <laughs> second-best team in the conference. I don't think anyone thinks they're the oh, second It's Air Force, but yeah. And I think it's going to be a really long day for for Hawaii. And um, I think Hawaii knows that too. And um, I think Boise State's going to blow out Hawaii. I think I don't think it's going to be a competitive game. Oh. Hawaii just doesn't have the defense, and they have a real problem at quarterback because you have Cole McDonald who's more talented, who could run the ball, but he's going to give the ball to Boise State. And then you have Chevron Cavadero who might not make all the plays, who might be but, you know, you it's it's just a lose-lose situation because you're going to have to play Cole McDonald, in my opinion, and hope he doesn't turn over the ball, and that's, that's silly. He's going to turn over the ball. Okay. All right, Press, what's your pitch for – give us your pitch for the victory. Well, it's kind of hard to pitch for the victory here <laughs> considering, like, Hawaii's just – Hawaii's happy to be there. Like, if we're going to be honest here, like, Hawaii's happy to be there, but if they do put it all together and they bring it from the island, they can, they can stay in the game, and then I think they'll be able to – if they're in it 
through the third quarter, they can close it out. They have the ability to close these, close the game out and bring a punch in in the fourth quarter and maybe get a quick, get a big defensive stop there in the, in the fourth quarter and go ahead by a touchdown and win the game. But if Hawaii's going to have to keep it close all game, I don't, I don't see them being able to really even go out by more than about eight or 10 points during the game. And they're just going to have, they're going to have to, they're going to have to do whatever they can to keep it close. Okay. And I, I again, I could like, I'm thinking my question. I knew I had it, but it just slipped out of my mind here. Um, so we're sitting here. Let's, um, let's get to the bet. What's it? What's I heard you guys. There's some murmurs on Twitter of a pineapple slash French fry bet. Who went? Yeah, I'll, um, I'll lay it out. Cause you know me, you know me, I'm a good guy. I try to welcome our new writers into the conference. Well, so I had Sam McConkey. I'm, proud Utah State alum, and he took a pie in the face because he thought his Aggies would beat the Broncos at home, and that didn't work out well for him. So this time I got the two Hawaii guys to agree to eat just a medium McDonald's fries. You know, easy bet, right? But they're going to have to do it in one minute, and they have to they can't use their hands. Question, and, does that have to be at the public McDonald's as well in front of other people? Was that decided? <laughs> I, I'll, let them, I'll let them decide how they want to do that. Okay, I was curious. And what's the other and end of it then? What's the other half if if Hawaii pulls off the upset? I will – we'll eat as much pineapple as we can. And when I say we, I mean the three Boise State riders and um, Brandon, the other Hawaii guy, will eat the fries. So we'll eat as much pineapple as we can in a minute. And um, I'll actually do it right after the game standing outside the stadium. I'll go to – there's an Albertsons, which is a grocery store. Obviously. Right across the street. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not sure if they have in Michigan or Hawaii. So I'll go to – Well, I meant Albertsons Stadium. That's why. <laughs> Oh yeah. right. <laughs> so I'll go. I'll go get a pineapple. I'll cut it open right there. Fresh pineapple. Wait, are there, hold on. You're in the winter. You're gonna get a fresh pineapple in Boise, Idaho. I'll do something. I'll first of all, I, I think this is. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think this is gonna come to pass. But I, I will find a way to make a right and eat as much pineapple as I can. How is there not a spam bet for this? Come on. <laughs> Maybe I'll eat pineapple and spam at the same time. Ooh, that. Oh, jeez. Preston, will that be will that be fair? Yeah. Agree. It, yes. It, yes. Say yes. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason to not. Uh, that'll be regard. It'll be great. Whatever it does what it'll be it'll be fun. So let's get score predictions, and we'll do our quick uh, Boise Cincy thing super quick. And so I won't go with my score. You can go listen to the podcast. The other one, which we call tease, folks. Raj, you say blowout. What's your score? I'm going to go 48-27, but that's before the college football playoff committee disrespected Boise State and the Mountain West disrespected Brian Horson. So I'm going to say 48 Wait, who's Brian Horson? Who's Horson? <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian Horson. And I think it's going to be 48-27 or much worse for Hawaii. Oh, wait, wait, Preston, what do you got the final score here? What do you think? 38-35, Hawaii hits a uh, field goal with – a minute and a half left, and the defense comes in clutch. Love it. Love that. Love that confidence. Keep that going because you'll need it. <laughs> It'll, no, that no, I love that's good. It'd be similar to the San Diego State game almost, except a close one. So, all right. Um, I predicted sort of a close one, but let's get to the um, – we'll wrap it up here real quick. I'll ask both of you guys this. Rise, you already had me the clip. I have not listened to it yet, so if you repeat it yourself, cool. Um, it'll get in later. So – I wanted to have an interview with one guy. I didn't get the chance to get it out there, but we both read the piece over the athletic. You know, Chris Vanini talked about he does group of five stuff. He's done the mock selection before. 
he seemed, and I got a text from him as well to ask him a question. Like, so his he seemed shocked, as most people are. And if you read Matt Kennedy's piece as well about the two loss versus one loss thing, it the way the committee has been all over the place. Like going, like, for me, say a million times, but the Baylor versus Texas when they moved up five spots against unranked Texas is weird. Okay, since he moves down one spot after losing to a team that's similarly ranked, that rarely ever happens. You had Memphis also move up one spot. They move App, App State up four spots to, after reading that piece, as you probably saw as well, Raj, they have a better resume than I thought they did. They're much closer to, they're still on the outside, but closer to the conversation that I gave them credit right. for. You were on App State before. So why do you think, and what's your reasoning? Like we see what the committee's done. They've kind of been not too consistent, even past years compared to this year, what they've been doing. Why would and you can't just say two losses, even though that's a default and, and the correct answer, by the way. Why should they be ahead of Cincy if Cincy wins and they both win? Because I think that when you lose the Ohio State game is not just like oh they lost to the one of the top five teams in the country. If they lost to Ohio State by like three touchdowns, they could say like hey anybody's going to lose to Ohio State by three touchdowns. They lost by five touchdowns. They got more. Shot out. No, it was like seven touchdowns, wasn't it? It was yeah. I think it was forty-two nothing. Yeah, they got humiliated. So, I mean, There's that, we've yes. seen what they did against a top team in the country. Why would anybody want to see them play another top 10 team in the country? doesn't make any sense. And, um, you know, I sent a clip, and you're going to put it in the – you're going to put it in your mm-hmm. podcast. Um, Mary Ruffling, who she did um, – she's done um, – she was on one of our Boise State fan roundtables, and she made a good point. There's no need to get pre-mad about something that hasn't taken place yet. So I'm, I'm upset, but if Boise State – and Cincinnati wins, I think Boise State's still going to go to the Cotton Bowl. So until – if that scenario doesn't come to pass, then I'll be mad. But right now, I still think Boise State will be ahead of Cincinnati. Yeah, my thought as well, if you could try to hear Preston second. But my point is when you – if you move Memphis up one spot after being a similarly ranked Cincy team that was ranked actually lower, like because you look at the rankings, that's what – what is it, Raj? 18, 19, 20, right? Is that what right. it is? So right. since Memphis will be – only one spot higher than they were last week. And if Cincy beats a team that's one spot higher, because Boise should move up, is Cincy going to move up two spots just because they beat that team? Because last week the committee showed you beat the similar ranked team moving up one spot. Is that one spot higher worth a full jump in the pole, like two spots? That's kind of what I think too. Like it tells you a lot where they move up and down because both are going to move up regardless. But would they give Cincy an extra bump for being a team ranked higher, which – Normally you would think yes, like that's kind of fair, right? You beat a higher ranked team. Oh, yeah, I'll bump, I'll bump them over. But last week they beat a similar ranked team and still moved, moved up only one spot. So that's my thought on it, and I'm more, I feel better about it now after reading stuff and listening to other people chat about it. But Preston, what do you think? Do you, like I know you don't have a dog in the fight too much, but like, what's your thought on like how that's kind of played out, like the clumping of everybody? I just think honestly they just want it for drama because ESPN sells a TV show to watch every week and oh, yeah. watch it. <laughs> Yeah, they they want they want everyone to be right up by each other, so everyone, all the fans think they have a pretty equal shot coming into the conference championship week. But I do think with Memphis sitting at seventeen, if Memphis wins, I I think they're going to end up going yeah. to the they're going to end up going to the Cotton Bowl. But if both if both Boise and Cincinnati if both Boise and Cincinnati win, Boise should go unless Appalachian State beats Louisiana by like. Like by about thirty points, I think. Yeah, I think I'm saying because you're playing a ten and two Louisiana team, 
Like they're, I yeah. honestly think like if Boise were to somehow like if they were to lose this game, which doesn't seem likely, and since you were to win like a close one, then beat North Carolina, South Carolina, my, I don't think they'll do it. But you could make the argument for them getting there. But I think we're just we're, we can just say we're all homers. But again, let's all go with it. Two losses, right? That's all that matters. And then like Raj, too, mm-hmm. I said exact same thing with Matt. If Ohio State and Cincy was say like a three touchdown difference, I was even more generous and closer. So you're right. Oh, they crushed everybody. They beat Michigan by 20-something points. They beat, their closest game was that Penn State when they crushed Wisconsin, who has a, one of the best running backs in the country. Well, Cincinnati, they're just probably as good. That's the thing. They're in, If they were to be, like, say, 49-28 to 28 or something, well, that's better than Wisconsin. Like, okay, they may be on par with Wisconsin, who could be going to the Rose Bowl, even right. if they lose. So it's like, it's just, and then the Mike Resco garbage, I'm like, get over yourself, dude. I just, the only thing about him I like, like, he'd go out there and say it, like I read that you read that piece too. Both is Carl Benson's the Sunbelt Commissioner, right? Is that correct, Raj? Still, yeah, the, he's a former WAC commissioner. Yeah, okay. Now currently the Sunbelt Commissioner. Like him and Thompson, like our stuff speaks for ourselves. Well, guess what? That's not speaking loud enough. It's like, come on, I don't know. Any last thoughts, guys, before we wrap this up? Because we've got an adequate amount of time, I believe. I think Hawaii's in trouble, and that's Ooh. my last final thoughts. We'll, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see what happens on Saturday. Oh, here's my question. Are we going to have the Rainbow Unis in this game? We have to, right? Both of you we agree should. it has to happen? Those, those hel- the UH Rainbow helmets, the white ones that they wore at Ohio State last year, should be what they're wearing. But uh, Somebody's fired if they don't get those uniforms out there. <laughs> <laughs> that That's our secret weapon. All right, so we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, Raj, do we know what Boise's wearing? Are they going all blue? Um, We don't know, but I'm going to infer that they do. Strongly infer that they wear all blue. Can we go all blue, all green? It'll probably be black. I'd, I'd bet it'd be all blue, all black. I did like the real quick. Like, the, what was there? Uh, I know it's a dumb question to end the show, but Raj, is there how much they were last week? New that white and orange? It looked a little different to me. Yeah, I think that was new. I don't know if I've seen that one before because it was white with the orange border, and I don't think I've yeah. seen that one before. Yeah. Okay. They, right. they did. I think for I'm looking at pictures right now. I think it was like the media day for the conference championship. Hawaii wore black and Boise wore blue. So mm. so they may go back to that. If they're taking pictures with the trophy with those jerseys, they're gonna wear them in the game. It's a mistake for Hawaii. Come on, you gotta go. Always gotta go rainbow unis. Come on, every time. But uh, gotta go with them. That's our that's our parting shot here for this for the for this episode. So I'd like to thank both you guys. Great stuff. We get a we don't always have like a trio or multiple people on here. So here's what you do: website mwr.com. If you want to follow Raj for his, uh, can we say sort of te- plus ten percent alter ego on Twitter for Boise State fan for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's Raja bleeds blue. So check that out. So that uh, I. We, we kid. I know he's kidding, even though he gets me sometimes. Like, dang it, why'd I reply to him and be stupid? But check him out on Twitter for his voice stuff. And that's where the video will be posted, assuming uh, or if, if somehow it happens where he – first off, if you find the first pineapple, I'll be impressed. I think you should I think you should do that anyways. That night you should go to the local Alberts and see if you can find one just because. And maybe go go Gallagher and smash it. Say, suck at rainbows or something. But – and then we got Preston. Go, um, Preston, go find him at uh, pbake 14 out there, so on Twitter, see what he wants to give him some more followers. I actually need to follow you right now, which I just did. There we go, done. So give him a follow for Hawaii stuff. What else, what else do you tweet about? Because you are fairly new, and this is honestly people don't know. First time we're chatting with you, so first off, hello. Yeah, actually, I write for uh, <laughs> Mid Major Madness, the ah, uh, basketball page. And we so love Russ. Russ is awesome. A lot of random basketball posts about that. That's that's the majority of it. Perfect. We like to see it. So, yeah. 
you see a hockey post in there every once in a while too because I write for a different hockey team as well. Perfect. Excellent stuff. So, yeah, bro, we like Russ over the mid-major madness there. They do great stuff. So follow everybody out there for what we all do. MWR.com. Subscribe to our podcast if you haven't, if you found it, because, hey, I feel oppressed. And what is this? Why? What, what is this guy doing? All right, we'll listen. So check it out. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you can find your podcast, we are there. And, again, the championship game for Eastern to Mountain. That is, oh, geez, math. 11 a.m. Hawaii time. Oh, it's, I thought it was 10 a.m. 11 a.m.? Oh, the it, t- says, they, it says 11 a.m. on the on the schedule. So I made it there because they do not observe daylight saving time like Arizona, so that's why it would be 11. So late morning, yeah. get your brunch. Can we get a Hawaii brunch update? What that would be? Maybe we'll get a, t- a menu that should happen for this game. Let people know because <laughs> li- last week clearly have no idea what Hawaii has over there besides spam and eggs, maybe. But that's it for the show. Thank you for both joining, and everybody. Hope you have a great game. It's also on. Um, I should know the garage. ESPN, regular ESPN, right? I... <laughs> We're so prepared. ESPN. ESPN. Regular old ESPN. And also, if you want to keep a second screen, ABC is the uh, Cincinnati Memphis game half an hour earlier. So check out all that stuff. And we'll be doing stuff over the weekend on the game, before the game. And, yeah, I'll see you next time, folks.